Welcome to Sci-Section. I'm Romina, your journalist for this week's episode. We are here today with Dr. Benjamin Quatoru, who teaches financial economics at McGill University and is the academic director of McGill Personal Finance Essentials, an online course on financial literacy. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Quatoru. My pleasure. To start, we do have two rapid fire questions. Firstly, what is the most common misconception you hear about financial planning and management? Well, I think uh, the number one problem that many people have is to assume that it has to be very complicated. And that's not the case. Of course, if you want to become an expert, there is a lot that you need to learn. Uh, but what we try to show in the course is that there is not that much that you need to know in order to make a real, a real difference. I would say maybe with 10% of the knowledge, you can really make a good 90% of the difference. And secondly, what is the most common mistake people make with financial planning and management? I think it's tough to single uh, just one. Uh, one thing I want to say is that people uh, tend to repeat the same classic mistakes uh, over and over. And I think uh, by just learning about a few of these mistakes and avoiding them, it's not that difficult to do, but you need some discipline. Uh, by just avoiding the most classic mistakes, you can make a huge difference uh, to your long-term uh, financial security. Uh, maybe I will give one example. I think it's one of the biggest mistakes people make, uh, at least uh, as far as investing is concerned. Uh, people have a tendency to buy and sell to get in and out, for example, of the stock market uh, based on the dominant sentiment, the mood of the crowd. And that's usually a very, a very bad idea. So basically, people have a tendency to buy when everybody feels good and positive about the stock market and to sell uh, when everybody is depressed and scared about the stock market. But if you do that, it's a disaster because when does everybody feel good about the stock market? When it's been going up for a while and it looks safe. Uh, and when uh, does everybody feel depressed in the stock market? When it's been going down. So... If you follow the pattern I just described, you're going to be buying stocks when they're expensive because they've been going up for a few years and selling when they're cheap because, when they're, because they've been going down for a few years. And of course, if you do that, it's a disaster for, um, for your long-term return. So that's perhaps uh, the number one thing, uh, you know, the most disastrous mistake that people make about the market, buy and sell. Uh, based on the dominant mood sentiment of the crowd. And there are some other, other mistakes that people tend to repeat. You probably know uh, the popular wisdom, do not put all your eggs in the same basket. That's, that's good advice that applies to investing. A lot of people are not diversified enough. They don't have uh, enough variety among their investments, and that exposes them to unnecessary risk. Well, one other thing is, uh, and I think that applies especially uh, to the crowd you're trying to reach with this, this, uh, this show, uh, people don't start uh, early enough saving and investing. And I think one of the reasons for this is that people assume it's very complicated and that scares them. And uh, that makes it more likely that they're going to put off starting to, uh, to take action. So I would recommend, uh, and it's a simple, uh, it's really a mathematical, a mathematical fact uh, that people, that uh, students can learn about in our course. The earlier you start saving, the easier it is going to be uh, to, uh, to reach your financial goals. By, by starting to save just a few years sooner, 
uh, you can make a significant difference uh, to your long-term financial security. For sure. And hopefully our listeners, after hearing this interview, will get educated on this topic and not make those mistakes. That's the ultimate goal. And now, before we discuss the importance of financial literacy, could you give a brief summary of your educational path and what led you to what you do today? Sure. Uh, so I'm, well, you may be able to tell by listening to my English uh, that I'm from France. Uh, I went, uh, I did my undergraduate, undergraduate degree in business in France. And then I decided, uh, I became very interested in an academic career of the, in the field of finance. And I, was a, I decided and I was able to move to the US for my PhD. So I did my PhD at the Wharton School, uh, the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. And uh, since year 2000, I've been a professor at McGill University's Desotel Faculty of Management uh, in Montreal. And I found it a very, very enjoyable place to live, uh, especially for a European who lives in, uh, in North America. Yeah, amazing. And I know we've already kind of discussed the McGill Personal Finance Essentials course, but could you mm -hmm. give a brief summary of the course and its purpose? Of course. This is a course uh, that do not does not require any uh, preliminary knowledge. There are no prerequisites. It's for everyone uh, because I strongly believe that everyone can benefit from a certain amount of, of financial knowledge. I mean, everybody deserves, uh, well, to get the feeling of financial security that you can get with, uh, with a little bit knowledge uh, that makes it easier to make the right decisions. Uh, so the course uh, consists of uh, eight modules. Uh, these are video modules that last approximately uh, 30 minutes, 30 minutes each, and that cover basically the different aspects of one's financial life. So for example, you have a module about the different ways that you can borrow money. Uh, you have a, a very interesting module about uh, human psychology and how psychology uh, interacts with, uh, with people's financial decisions. So each module lasts about half an hour. And uh, at the end of each module, you have a test that you have to complete uh, in order to move on to the next module. Now, I don't want people to run away. Uh, I, I, want to, I want to mention that you can take the test. It's not a very difficult test. It's multiple choice. And uh, you can take it as many times as you want until, um, until you succeed. And then uh, if you complete the eight modules, uh, you can download an attestation uh, that will attest, uh, documents your completion, your completion of the course. And I know a lot of people have actually uh, included um, that, uh, that attestation in their LinkedIn profile. And I'm very, very happy to see that. But I want to say we've been very happy, very pleased with the success of the course. I actually don't even have the latest figures, but the course uh, was launched uh, in November of last year. And we've had over 90,000 people uh, mostly in Canada, but actually in many other countries. We've had over 90,000 registered participation with, uh, with some very good uh, word of mouth uh, about the, the satisfaction of these users. So that's very, um, a very rewarding thing to see for me. And just out of curiosity, would you say that the course has a specific targeted audience? Uh, no, I think um, this is really for everyone. Um, it's primarily targeted at younger people. So I think um, undergraduate students would be right, uh, would be our, our prime target. And uh, well, I would say at least, I see at least two reasons for this. One reason is that people of your generation 
uh, tend to be especially comfortable uh, learning online with, uh, with the format of our course. And um, now for somebody who's about to start a career, that's the best time to get started uh, making the right financial decision because the earlier, uh, the earlier you start making the right decisions, uh, the bigger the difference it's going, it's going to make. So uh, I would say people in their 20s, it's open to everyone. I think everyone can benefit. But I would say people in their 20s, 30s, people in university or early in their professional careers, uh, they're the ones who are going to benefit the most for the, from the course. For sure. And hopefully this does motivate more undergraduate students to take the course as well. Um, and I know that we've quite discussed the importance of financial li literacy quite a lot, uh, but if you had to give a one main reason to convince the people, regardless of their age, to become financially literate, what would that reason be? Oh, it's difficult to pick one, but, um, you know, I'm a finance professor, uh, but it doesn't mean that I think, you know, that money buys, buys happiness but I am convinced that money problems are, uh, can be a huge impediment to happiness. And I believe that psychological studies uh, confirm, confirm that. So I think everybody uh, deserves, well, to a chance at least to achieve financial security. And uh, of course it helps, uh, it helps to have a great job, to, to, make, to have good income, to make good money, but you can also make a big difference uh, by learning the mistakes to avoid and uh, starting to make the, the good decisions. So I think, uh, I don't know, maybe it, start, it sounds a little um, ambitious, but I think uh, with, with, this, uh, with this course, we really have the potential of making a difference in people's happiness and sense of security. For sure. And just because we are a bit short on time, I do have one final question for you. What advice would you give to mm -hmm. students listening yes. to the show right now? I think it might be obvious, but start, start educating yourself. That's the, and start as soon as possible, because well, if you take the course, you learn about uh, very basic financial mathematics and compounding, and you will see that the decisions you make early uh, in, your, uh, in your financial life are the ones that are going to have the, the biggest impact. So that would be my uh, number one advice. Of course, don't rush, because then you might make the wrong decisions but uh, start learning as soon, as soon as possible. Of course, I recommend you take, uh, you take our course. And there are also many excellent books uh, that, um, that, 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 can, that can help you a lot, that can make a tremendous difference. And that does bring us to the end of this interview. Dr. Quattro, thank you once again for joining us today and highlighting the importance of financial literacy. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Of course. And for everyone listening, make sure to check out SciSection's podcasts available on global platforms for our latest interviews.